This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! So what's up, my man? Uh, nothing. Like you said, just busy lately. Yeah. Fall baseball, high school baseball started again, so... Oh, nice. That's going to keep you busy. Yeah, nice and busy. I kind of wish we had fall baseball here. We don't. Well, if we do, it's not my kid's age. He uh, He's usually, in the past, he played soccer initially when he was like four and five, and then he did flag football one year, and he loved it, and then he did tackle football... Um, for the last three years and this year he's decided he doesn't want to do it sign-ups are a little over a week away so he still has time to change his mind but he said he didn't want to then he said he wanted to now he said he doesn't want to again and I'm like yeah. well do you want to do anything this fall and he's like is there baseball because he loves baseball yeah. right. and I'm like I don't think so like, well, I even looked for like a summer league and there wasn't the school that I coach at um, yep. doesn't have football and they're small, so that's their way of having a fall sport, basically. So, how many other teams do you have accessibility to play against, then? Um, there's there's quite a few, because there's quite a few small... Like, I think an hour and a half is the longest road yeah. game that we have. Oh, okay. But... But there is other schools, smaller schools out there that play both also. See, um, a lot of the smaller schools around here, if they don't have football, they have soccer. Oh. They offer soccer as the fall sport. Um, And then there's even smaller schools where the only sport they really offer, you know, the school year, if you will, Uh is uh, basketball. Oh, yeah. Like there's an island out, um, uh, there's an island... um, North Haven or Vinyl Haven. I think it's Vinyl Haven Island. Um, they have, they're actually, I think they're like, the Class D is the lowest class in Maine. And their girls team won the state championship a few years in a row. So mm-hmm. that was pretty exciting for them. But the thing is, is like, I always, like, if we would have played, we, my school I went to wasn't a huge school. We were Class C. So, but if we would have played basketball against them, which we didn't, I probably would have joined the basketball team or at least tried to. Because you go over Friday after school. You go over. You have to take the ferry to the island to get there. You play mm-hmm. a game Friday night, and then you sleep in the gym, and then you play a game Saturday morning, and then you take the ferry back. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool, yeah. And yeah. literally the entire island comes out to watch the games. Yeah. And yeah, then after that'd be really cool. Yeah, and they always bring the boys and the girls team over. So there's two games Friday morning, two games Saturday, Friday night, two games Saturday morning, and then you take the ferry back across to the mainland. And I think it's like a 45 minute ferry ride, 40 minute ferry ride, something like that. And literally the whole town comes out. And then after the games, there's a huge potluck that they do, huh. for like you know, all, for both teams. And uh-huh. then Saturday mornings they do a breakfast for them, and then they make them bag lunches to take away after the games. I mean, well, that's cool. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's the town and the schools getting together to do that. That's pretty pretty awesome, really. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty awesome that they still do that. Like, the, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, they still do that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. And when they have away games, it's kind of the same thing. Like they'll do the away games, and they'll go to like say Richmond or another Class D school. 
and they'll have a Friday night game, a Saturday morning game, and then they'll head back type of thing. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. So, but, um, yeah, so, like, they play each, you know, so, like, they play each town. Or, actually, when they do away games, they may do a Friday night game in one Class D, and if there's another one nearby, they'll do the Saturday morning game over there type of thing, you I know. Yeah. So they're yeah. playing other teams. But, um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. But it's the fact that the whole island still comes out for all the games and everything like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, then winning the championship, that helps. Yeah, yeah. I might have not have been last year, but I know it was in recent time. Uh, so, anyhow, we're not here to talk about high school sports. That's no. for another creepy podcast that adults do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I don't do. Exactly, yes, yes. Nor I, because I don't have any high school age kids. We're going to talk about pro wrestling. That's right. Um, I was going to start out. Um, I'm taking my kid August the 12th, actually, Saturday night. Augusta Civic Center, which is only 10 miles away from me, for a WWE's coming to town with their SummerSlam Heat Wave Tour. And uh, this is the card that they just updated yesterday with on the Civic Center website. Uh, the SmackDown Live special attraction, because it's a Raw house show, but we're going to get a SmackDown match of John Cena versus Rusev. Nice. Well, yeah, I'm not a huge Cena fan, but it is kind of neat that. Well, I mean, he's he's gonna be in Augusta. He's not gonna be in Bangor the night before because they're in Bangor the night before. Right. Well, I I was saying nice because you know you're taking your son, and I'm sure he'll appreciate it too. Right. Oh, he he. Uh, John Cena sucks in his mind. Okay. Yeah. Well, or not then. Yeah, I'll tell you the match he's most excited about, and this is what makes me proud of him. Anyways, uh, also on the card, Roman Reigns against Braun Strowman. And I'm just interested in seeing Braun Strowman live, personally. Okay, yep. And then it's like a night of tag team matches. Um, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus The Miz Taraj, so Axel and Dallas. Uh, Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil versus Cesaro and Sheamus. All right. Uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Dana Brooke versus Alexa Bliss, Nia Jackson, Emma. Obviously, Bailey may not be there because she's right. injured and all. And I like the fact that Emma and, and Nia Jax are going to team up on the same team, even though they just had a match where or Emma just got the ever-living shit kicked out of her. <laughs> yeah. And um, the Hardy Boys versus the Revival. Oh yeah. So I'm guessing that's your most excited match to watch the match I'm looking forward to the most is the Hardys against the Revival and so is my son yeah he's never seen the Hardy Boys live so he's excited to see the Hardy Boys live and then he understands how good of a tag team the Revival is awesome yeah so it should be great and it says and plus much more um, but you know that is one two three four five six matches so I can't imagine they're going to have too much more but right. Finn Balor is still on like the poster or the the headline or whatever. Right. The, the yeah. He's still know. being and I last I checked he was still being advertised by WWE as well on uh when you click on like the network events and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I'm kind of hoping he's going to be there, but um because I'd, like, I'd like to him see and him Bray would have an impromptu match. Well, possibly, because Bray Wyatt was another guy that was originally advertised. He was actually originally advertised to wrestle John Cena. Ah. So we shall see. But if you click on like the Summer the SummerSlam Heat Wave Tour thing, mm-hmm. um, 
he's still pictured as being there under the included superstars. Uh, as a matter of fact, he is the only one that's pictured that hasn't been advertised or put in a match yet. So, but well, yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed for that. I am going to keep my fingers crossed for that. Another cool thing would be, and I doubt this will happen, but uh, they doing they they got they're for, uh, first, uh, shit Friday night they're in Bangor, Maine. Saturday Augusta, Maine. Sunday they're in Worcester, Massachusetts. And then <clears throat> Monday night, they're doing Raw in Boston at the Garden, and Brock Lesnar's advertised to be there. Uh. And I don't know. That would be kind of cool if Brock Lesnar showed up in uh, Augusta. I, I doubt he would. Right. But that would be kind of cool. Or, or you know, they had originally had advertised Samoa Joe for the card as well, but now he's not being advertised. So. Right. But uh, it's still going to be... It's still gonna be a big happy fun time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so now seeing the card, mm-hmm. and I know that we've talked on episodes past and privately. Are you more excited about it now than you were? Um, I'm excited because I, I'm, I'm okay. I get yes. Now that I know for sure the revival are gonna be there, at least they're being advertised for the first time as of yesterday. Yes. Because they weren't being advertised previously, and that was like kind of like the guys I wanted to see, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. But overall, I mean, I'm I still kind of like indie stuff better because you get, you know, it's a more intimate setting. It's it's you get to yeah. meet the wrestlers, get pictures with them, get autographs, do stuff like that. So it's kind of like, you know, the intimacy of it is nicer all in all than it is you know when you go to a WWE show but but my son will love it and we always do have a good time and the show starts on time and it you know so let me ask you this because you went to house shows before yeah WWE yeah now I know indie stuff's more intimate and up close and personal and then WWE says more of the glitz and glam part of it. Yep. Now, are WWE house shows, do they still have the glitz and glam, or is it toned down a lot? Okay, like- so when I first started going to house shows, it was literally like a spotlight on the way to the ring, and then they'd have lights on over the ring type of thing, and that was pretty much right. it. And I actually liked that a lot. I thought that was great. You know, I didn't care about having all the glitz and glam. I liked the the dark, smoky building house show type thing, kind of like what the you simpleness. Of yeah, it. yeah. And now they do do a. Um, I don't think they don't do the ring posts, you know, uh, right. color covered like they do on the TV shows. Last time I went to a house show, they just had the barricades up. They didn't have like the black covering going around the barricades. However, right. they do have a small entr- entranceway now. There's like a mini Titan Tron up there. There's a small. LED light entranceway. Uh, the lighting is usually is is a lot more is a lot. Uh, they have a lighting rig set up now to to light the ring and and everything. Okay. So they do have they they've tried to ex- uh, enhance the uh, live event experience. They don't call it a house show anymore either, sir. It's a live event. Sorry. So my bad. so they have tried to uh, increase the live event experience by. Um, Dolling it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 
I think the first house show my son ever went to, it was in uh, March of 2012. It was in Bangor at the auditorium. We had the second row, and that was the first time I'd seen their new their new uh, house show set up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and it was just I was kind of like, meh. Right. I know I'm. Uh, can never please me, I guess. Well, <laughs> that's fine. I was just I was just curious yeah. if if. It was still like the old days when I um, went to a couple of house shows. If it was more intimate, yeah, not as intimate as you know, straight. Well, they try to give you more of a more of an experience, more of a you know a glitzier show now. Yes. Okay. Okay. You know, it's kind of like, um, like you know, maybe someday I'll take him to a pay per view where you'll get the right. full on or TV taping. We get that full on big big show big feel experience whatever I went to a few house shows in a row where I'd watch the guys and they would just phone it in and that also became like why am I spending the money 60 bucks a ticket or whatever it is now it's like $100 for front row but why am I spending you know even $25 a ticket do come watch guys just go through the motions and get their shit in you make every match was a Dean Ambrose match it felt like you know except maybe a couple of the younger guys really kind of went in there and that was discouraging because it's just like (laughs) You know, discouraging and frustrating yeah, yeah. at the same time. It's like, I get it. You're wrestling a house show in front of 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 6,000 people, and that's the only people watching this match, and it's not being taped or whatever. But it's also kind of like, but why not, uh, you know, put some effort in? Yeah, right. right. Um, and then, and probably, you know, it was because they became complacent or something. I, I don't know. There was no one threatening their quote-unquote spot. Um, okay. But then I went to... And it was like, okay, I went to the last house show at the Augusta Civic Center I went to. Not the last one, the previous one before that. They had a fans vote to pick the match type of thing. And they had, um, it was John Cena, not John Cena, sorry. It was CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. And your options were a regular match, uh, a street fight, or a kendo stick match or whatever it was. Or two out of three falls. I'm like, why aren't people voting for two out of three falls? You know, it was the kendo stick matches, what won or whatever. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, that's just garbage. Like these two guys, you want to see these two guys in a two out of three falls matchup and have them go 30 minutes and on and on and on because you know they're going to put the effort in. And they had it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they put in a good match, but like I thought the kendo sticks distracted from it or took away from it, you know. So. Right. And then that night we got a steel cage match, and so that was the first time my my boy seen a steel cage match live, and that was like Kane against Sheamus, and they, that was a decent match. Um, I think still at a house show in Maine, the best match I've ever kind of seen live was CM Punk against William Regal. They went 30 minutes for the Intercontinental Title. Wow. Yeah, that was actually that was a good show in in general, but that match was like it's one of the best live matches I've seen in Maine here for WWE. Is that match? Was that like um, when CM Punk was up and coming? Yeah, yeah. Regal was the IC champ. He had Layla in his corner, and uh, okay. Punk was—he wasn't an ECW anymore. I think he'd already been the ECW champion, but that by that time, obviously, and maybe even a tag champ with Kofi. But um, yeah, he was still kind of. Yeah, he was like in the middle. What are we gonna do with this yeah. guy type thing? Yeah, and they did. They went. They went. Um, 27 and a half minutes but they went 30 minutes yeah and a right. really great match so and it was a great mat base and then some high you know then some spots and then more mat base wrestling and, and Regal ended up getting the win with his um, knee quiver there so yeah it was it was, it was good 
It was real good. Um, anyhow, so, I mean, the thing you also have to understand is, like, you, you experienced this when you went to the WWE show, even when they didn't have a set or whatever entranceway. Still, oh. the music is better. The sound system uh-huh. is better. You know what I mean? Right. You can actually yeah. understand oh, yeah. the music's loud because you get that. You know, a lot of times you go to an indie show, everyone has, like, heavy metal, like, type of music and so right. you can't understand a damn word that's being said you and get more bass than that yes and every or the ring announcers screaming into the mic and you can't understand him or the guy's yeah. cutting a promo you can't understand him because uh, yep. he's yelling or the mic's turned up too high or whatever you know um, right. the bell actually rings before and after the match I've been to a house show before there was no bell they just said ding ding uh, Never you know, seen that one before, oh, I've but. seen that. Not a WWE show, but an indie show. You know, we go. There's no ring. Uh, they do the, the the national anthem before the show, and you look around. There's no flag anywhere. Uh, so you know, overall, you get that. That the, there is there is parts of the presentation that I, I do appreciate. You know, the show starting on time, understanding the ring announcer, understanding the wrestlers if they cut a promo, a bell. You know ring music that's not you know blowing your ears out and you can actually understand it so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also ultimately I'm going to a night of wrestling so it's not going to be bad regardless because I'm going to be at wrestling right. and a yeah. good night at wrestling even if it's a bad show is a better night than not being at wrestling that's right yeah hey did I ever tell you about uh, I think I talked to Aaron about this but I haven't I haven't put it on the show yet and uh, I went to a uh, IWE show in, in June. Or was it okay. July? Might have been July. It was July. I'm sorry. July. I don't know why I said June. And it featured Jason Rumble against Teddy Hart. Yeah. That was the one that you had the Teddy Hart Yeah. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I went to the show, and those two guys had a kick-ass match. I mean, they had a really good match. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. And then I went on to uh, my blog... And I posted about the match, and I talked about how good the match was. And I, I spoke highly about Teddy Hart more, more so than anybody else. And I made the comment that he was just on another level compared to most other guys in the ring. Or the other guys in the ring that night, or whatever. I wasn't insulting anyone. I just commented, like, you know, he, I mean, legitimately, like, you think about yeah. when you listen to the CM Punk thing. And CM Punk talks about how good he thought he was. And how great he was, and then he stepped in the ring with Eddie Guerrero, and he realized, damn, I'm not as good as I thought. Right. You know? So, I wasn't trying to be insulting, and I didn't think I was, and no one I've spoken to has said that. But, I was just commenting, like, you watch him, and he's just on another level. The intensity with which he locks up, you know, just with everything he does, the Christmas, I mean, like... The little thing. He's good. He's good. And I wasn't saying anyone else wasn't. But... And then so I wrote about it on my blog, and then I did that solo podcast that week where I had the clips of the promos, remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I spoke highly of the match on my on, on the blog, and I never said anything negative about anyone. Well, apparently Jason Rumble took offense. Really? Yeah. And he went on Facebook, and he cut a promo on me, said my name incorrectly, but close enough. He, you know, he said the French way. Uh-huh. Mentioned the, the blog said something about having a podcast and then said anyone can have one nowadays which you're right anyone can uh, if you put the effort in and then proceeded to insult me and threaten me and talk about knocking my teeth out next time I see him if I say what's up to him or whatever you know what I mean 
Yeah, and right. I have not actually seen this video because I'm not Facebook friends with Jason Rumble. And uh, only people that can see the video are Facebook friends with him. So a couple okay. of my friends are Facebook friends with him. One's a promoter. And they were like, you got to watch this, you got to watch this. And they linked me into this in this group we're in. And I'm like, oh, I can't see it. It's not there for me. So I've actually never seen the video. I've just heard about it secondhand from my friends and from other people. And they have gone on. They, they As soon as they saw it, they like went to the blog and reread it. They went to that episode and re-listened to it. And they're like, I don't understand why he's offended. I don't understand what's going on. So it's it's a mystery. And I tried reaching out to Rumble. I sent him a, a message on Facebook because I didn't want to air dirty laundry, if you will. Right. And I sent him a message just saying, like, hey, what's going on? You know, basically. And uh, he has not replied. I don't even think he's read the message or seen it. And uh, so I, I, I find it kind of funny. Yeah. So I, do you think it's... A- I mean, you're a seasoned vet fan, it, uh, right? I, this is what I said. I said, do we have legit heat, or is this a work? Yeah. I wrote, I myself cannot watch... Yeah, I, I, I said, I, cannot, I myself cannot watch this video that I have heard about from others. It tells me that the attachment is unavailable, probably because we are not Facebook friends. But I have been told that you basically call me a mark, say you're going to knock my teeth up if you ever say what's up. I'm not sure what I did to get this reaction from you. I, I, I've been a fan... Since you debuted in EWA as Jason Rage back in 1998, when you and Damon and Mike Bowe and Slick had your True World Order stable, I've never been disrespectful to you and I've always looked forward to watching your matches. So if something was misunderstood, I would appreciate if you could fill me in so we could work this out. And again, I sent that back on July the 19th, and then I have I have not had any response. Uh, there's a, a blue check mark next to it, so I don't know if that means he's read it or if it's just been received or what it is. But... Um, so, I, uh, I I don't know if I'm going to the, tomorrow night, August the fourth, or tonight maybe, depending on when I get this up, is the rematch in Fairfield again between Teddy and Jason. And I had planned on going. Uh, I have to work after, but I was just going to hit the matches and then go to work. You know, maybe get someone to stay a little bit late for me if I need to. Uh, and now I don't know if I'm going to go. Really? Yeah. I almost even that would make me want to go more. Really? Not if I want to go. I mean, like, legit, I've been watching this guy since 98, Russell, uh, on the right. Independents in Maine and outside Maine. Right. I, I once, uh, he was he wrestled a match with uh, Latin Fury Lou Ortiz for NWA New England in Sanford, Maine, which is 100 miles one way from my house. And me and my buddy drove there because I wanted to see that match. I had no idea what else was on the card, but that was the main event for the NWA New England title. And I was like, that's going to be a good match. I want to see it. And so I, I we went to the match. Um, and the thing is, is like I, every time I do talk to him, uh-huh. I always get this feeling like he has no freaking clue who I am, which is fine. Uh, but like I am Facebook friends with some of the people I mentioned earlier, and I speak to them frequently, and or or chat or whatever, you know. And uh, right. so it's it's funny to me, but whatever. And actually, now that I'm saying that, one of the one of the. Uh, Mutual friend. One of the mutual one of the, one of the mutual friends who saw the video did say he made a comment about, 
you know, he's you know he's he's seen me in the front row for many years, but I could never make it in the ring or some shit like that as well. So I'm that was that was tossed in there. So I don't know. I just uh, so anyways, I I'm I feel like I'm not gonna go to the show, and and this is why. Um, I don't want to put myself in a scenario where he coming out being the bad guy confronts me and gets in my face and insults me and talks down to me. And, you know, does the, what, what, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? And then my options are to sit there and take it or stand up for myself. Right. And what if I stand up for myself and something happens? Coming from you who doesn't know if it's a shoot or a work. Right. Anyway. Right. right? So. You know what I mean? Like, what if I. Oh, I totally get it. What if I stand up for myself and I'm like, no, I'm not going to let you talk to me like shit like that in front of people. Right. You know what I mean? Then. Yeah. You know, something happens. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't need yeah, my job jeopardized. I don't need my job, yeah. but I do. I'm an emergency yeah. medical dispatcher, jeopardized for any reason, even if it is professional right. wrestling. Right. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's bothersome to me. Because I've, I'm, you know what, I like, we, we shit on WWE and we, we talk about different things and what we didn't like and this and that. And yeah, okay, I, I have done that. Uh, on a national level, if you will. But when it comes to independent wrestling, I don't shit on anybody. I commend right. anyone that you know has the gall to get out there. And if I don't have anything nice to say, then I don't say anything at all. Yeah. Type of thing, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and I would never, you know. And, and I think that's what bothers me because there's people that he is friends with in wrestling that might see that and might only get his side of things and thinks, "Wow, that guy is a piece of shit." Right. You know, so yeah, and and then there's plenty of people that know me that know that's not the case, right? But, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe because we're friends, I guess I I see it as yeah. I've never seen you like even if like I'm sure we're gonna get into it here in a little bit. Yeah, not get it, not get into it like fight. Right, like, right, right. About it. Um, even if you didn't like something, you would say. Or highlight a positive about it. Yeah, right. No matter what it was. You yeah. Know? So, I don't know. It's so, just, like I said, I find it bothersome. Because when I go to wrestling, I, I don't want to go there and have drama and a headache and, yeah. and, and bullshit. I, I go to enjoy the matches and to enjoy myself and talk to my friends and see other people and everything and take some pictures and be entertained, maybe get some autographs or whatever. Because I'm a mark. I don't care. I am. Yeah, right. But um, I mean, we all are. Right. right? I mean, In my opinion, like, Mark has been such a negative term used towards being a wrestling fan. You know what I mean? Like, you don't go to a concert and be like, you guys are fucking Mark for this band. Right. You know, like that. Yeah. You're a fan. Well, if, you're, if you're a true fan of wrestling, then you are a Mark. Yeah. So. Um, last question, and then we can move on yeah. if you want to. Yeah. Has uh, the wrestling insomniac seen a lot more views since that? It, ha- it has, yeah. Actually, my blog has uh, <laughs> has increased. Well, there you go. Its viewership since uh, since the little little publicity I got from it there. There you go. Yeah. So, in a way, thank you, Jason Rumble. In a way, <laughs> I guess, yeah. No, thank you. Um. Anyhow, I tried to watch that uh, Something to Wrestle With, Bruce Pritchard, like, live podcast. Yes, me too. 
Uh, I could not watch it on my laptop. It uh, it it, it uh, seized up on me. However, I, I was able to um, watch a little bit on my phone. I I started to yeah, and then I was like, I don't really want to watch it on my phone. And basically, yeah, that's that's kind of the conclusion I came to. I was like, you know what? I think I'd rather just wait and listen to it after I download it. Yeah, which I mean, it was awesome. It yeah, was an awesome idea. And I'm glad that they did it. Absolutely, you know, and like obviously, awesome I'm gonna kick myself in the ass because when I do listen to it, and then Conrad gets all pissed off at Bruce and starts swearing at him, yeah. I, I'd want to see that. Right. I'd want to see that. So maybe right. if it's available to go watch after the fact, maybe I'll watch it again after. Maybe I'll yeah. watch it after the fact or something. But yeah. Anyhow, um, yeah. There's a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Shoot. So. I mean, they're not like my other questions before. These are just yeah. You are our Conrad on the show, basically. I, right? I'm a fat guy with a beard, so I guess so. <laughs> not. I just meant like wrestle. I I know what you mean. Style. I know what you mean. Yeah. So here's first. You watched Raw and SmackDown, right? But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you watched the after Raw thing with Matt and Jeff. I'm sure. I saw. Well, you you tagged me in a clip, and I did see that. Yes, the one where they did some uh, the broken brokenness started right. seeping out. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, being fans that we are, we've been keeping track of the IP of the broken universe and blah 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 blah. Right. And we've been. I don't know about you. I can't speak for you, but I've been waiting to see if they would bring that to the WWE. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was hoping they okay. would. I enjoyed it. It was ludicrous, so, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Right, right, right. So it looks like they're going a different way now. Yeah. What was the term With he the kept woken? using? He, he they, they have been they have been awoken. Yes. So yeah. here's my my question, I guess. It's like, yeah. Because obviously you can't copyright delete or obsolete, obsolete mule or whatever, yeah. right? So if they can't be the broken Hardys, then they're, now they're going to be the awoken Hardys or woken Hardys, right? Yeah, I, I feel with like... Wo- with woken wisdom? Probably, yeah. I feel like they're going to go a route with which WWE can, can sink their teeth into it and be like, oh, this is ours. Um, I guess um, get woke is a new kids term around here. Oh, is or it? Not around here, but like globally, I guess. Oh. Like ha- hashtag get woke, which Matt's been tweeting that since Monday. Haven't seen that before. I haven't either, but that's what I hear. Um, so my question, I guess, really is. Do you think this will be as awesome as the broken gimmick, or is this like the generic version of it? Well, see, here's the thing. I don't see it ever being as good as the broken, only because they won't have... I I feel like, unless WWE gives them the freedom like they had in TNA to film at their house and, and make all their... You know what I mean? Do everything... Yeah. That yeah. like they did before, you know, with their private vignettes and all that stuff they did like that. Um, I don't see 
how it can be. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. I was just... Because <laughs> I've heard arguments both ways where this is like the generic version of it. Yeah, I mean, but it then, very well but, could but be. Then it, but then it... Even though... Because actually the name really didn't make the characters. They could still act the same or whatever and just use right. Woken or whatever. Right. Um, because he... he because uh, they got G- GFW got denied the copyrights to Broken Matt and Brother Nero. Yes. So he could still be bro- Brother Nero. Yep. Now he's just Woken Matt yep. instead of Broken. So, I mean, if he's still I mean, I doing the same mannerisms, same character, same everything like that, then absolutely, yeah. But I just, I still feel like though, if you're more on the creative production side part of it, exactly, right? yeah, because like. We already saw the WWE version of the final deletion, which was the compound. Yes. Right? And that was should have been in the compound, I guess, <laughs> because it wasn't <laughs> as good. But correct. It's it's kind of unfair to say that because it came out right after Final Deletion. You know right, what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, who knows? WWE may have some things up their sleeve where they want to do the broken gimmick as as much as they can, true to form, and and give them lots of creative liberty and, and freedom to do what they want to do. But if if they don't, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and yeah. see. Yeah. I, I myself am excited about it because I'm excited about the possibilities, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. Yes. yes. Type of thing. Yeah. So, because my time of year to get excited about the possibilities to get my hopes up is Royal Rumble. Okay. Because that's when I get excited about the possibilities of who the surprise interest be, get my hopes up, who's going to win, and then be disappointed for the last several years in a row. But see here, here's my here's how I look at it. Yeah. Is Summer Slams right around the corner? Yeah, sure it is. And ratings have been fallen already for Raw and SmackDown both. Yep. And football's getting ready to start again. Yes, it is. So they're going to have to shake a lot of things up. Like Shinsuke winning and beating Cena to take on gender, right? Yeah. To get those pieces in place to make sure... Like, I guess kind of give us what we've been asking for, but not. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. To actually, so the ratings won't go down worse than what they have been, and now head-to-head with Monday Night Football. Yeah, they're going to have to do something, because... Like you just said, with football coming back, and I know Monday Night Football is not the institute it used to be since no, it came right. off network yeah. and went to NBC, uh, ESPN. But right. um, well, okay, so here's something interesting I saw this year. Every major network now is going to have football. NBC is yeah. going to have Sunday night games. CBS and Fox are going to have the Sunday games. ABC is getting Thursday night football now. Thursday night. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised. Like they must be like shit. We gotta get Monday Night Football back, but nope, that's staying on ESPN. So and see, and I think that having with the football aspect of it, yeah, like you just said, Monday Night's not as yeah uh, big as it used to be. Nope. Well, that's because you used to only have 
it on Sundays and then the one game on Monday. Yep. And then now, pretty much like wrestling used to be in the 90s, we, you're going to have football almost every night of the week. Yep. Here's the thing. Like, you, you, you look at, okay, WWE's drawing ratings of, like, let's just say threes and fours, right? I don't know. It could be more. But they're drawing ratings of threes and fours, which isn't bad, I guess, compared to other shows. Yeah. However, yeah. if you go back to the height of the Monday Night Wars and the last big surge of popularity in wrestling, combined WWE and WCW were doing 9, 10s, 11s, if you combine their numbers you know, every week, right. you know, yeah. at their peak. And then even at their lowest, they are still doing higher numbers combined than what's happening right now. So there's less people still watching doing wrestling. Like, what, six and sevens? Yeah, exactly. So there's right. less people watching wrestling now than there was ten years ago, twenty years ago. You know, there's there's just less people watching on a right. consistent basis. Or is it people are still watching a lot of wrestling, but they're watching alternative wrestling. They're watching YouTube. They're watching. You know, think about it. I have a, I have a Roku. On my Roku, I can watch Beyond, I, or I, I can watch uh, Chikara. I can uh-huh. watch High Spots. I can watch Progress Wrestling. I can watch yeah. um, Rev Pro out of the UK. I mean, there's so many wrestling channels that I have that are free or paid. I can I can subscribe monthly to uh, the the uh, uh, was it the WWN World Wrestling Network or Wrestling Live, whatever it is. It's the one that's got uh, you know Evolve. It's all Evolve shows. Right. It's you know all those things like that. So are people just or you know on your computer New Japan World New Japan Wrestling is more popular now worldwide than it's ever been. Right. So is it people are just seeking out that alternative to watch for wrestling and they're just not watching the WWE? Uh, possibility. You know? Be- because I don't think <sighs> I could be totally off basis here. Yeah. But whether you watch it religiously like we do. Yep. You have heard of or could name a wrestler. Right. Anybody that we talk to. Yeah. You know, whether it's some Joe Blow at Walmart. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So They're going to say Hulk Hogan, John Cena, uh, Steve Austin. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, they know what it is. So, yeah. But do they watch it? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was just... Uh, we were talking about this on What Did You Watch This Week the other day. John and I were... John brought it up, and it's the fact that the Nielsens have announced that starting... Uh, next quarter, October, whenever it is, um, that they will now be counting ratings for shows on YouTube and on Hulu and DVR towards the rating number. Really? Yeah. Because think about that. When, I mean, that's smart, when you right? watch the show, like there's some shows that upload their episodes on YouTube, they're not counting those, and they don't count Hulu. Right. right. Now I don't have cable. I watch I watch WWE on Hulu. Right. Or I watch their clips on YouTube or whatever, you know, or, or on the, the CW app or either. the WWE network. You know, and I, exactly I watch the CW app, I watch the Sci Fi Network app, I use the you know, the AMC app to watch the majority of my shows I use I use the app. Or right. apps, if you will. So mm-hmm. when you consider that, I mean maybe the rating for WWE is higher than we think it is. It's just people are watching it not live, not when it's happening. Right. Because now, it's not as must-see as it used to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Because before, if you didn't watch wrestling on Monday night, 
You couldn't watch that same episode on the network of the month. You couldn't watch that same episode the next day on Hulu or the day after or the day after the day after whenever you felt like getting around to watching it. If you didn't watch it Monday yeah. night when it happened, then you didn't see it. You were screwed. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that and, and that's not the case anymore. And the circle of friends that I had, then you were SOL because they were talking about it and oh my god, I can't believe you missed it and whatever. Yep. Yeah, no, if yeah, exactly. You know, so you didn't want to. It was it was but being able to watch things whenever you want to watch nowadays, it's changed mm-hmm. people's viewerships, it's changed people's viewing habits. So Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of SmackDown, uh, this week was one of their better shows, top to bottom, I've seen in a long time. I agree. You know, we had the opening match. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the whole show, but the opening match, AJ Styles against Kevin Owens for the U.S. title. Yep. Now, Which we've seen before, right? Oh, yeah, we have. Now, at Battleground, but- I had read that... The finish was a botch, that AJ wasn't supposed to lose, he wasn't supposed to lose the belt, and that the referee counted three and or didn't see or something. I, I've, anyways, I've heard it was a botch, and that's why they brought Jericho in, and AJ won the belt back so quickly a couple days later, and Jericho's one that took the fall so that he didn't beat Kevin Owens on TV, if you will. Um... And then, of course, you know, on, on SmackDown, we have the finish come where... AJ pins Owens, but his shoulder's up the whole time, but the referee doesn't see it because he's been poked in the eye, and so he counts to three, and so now at SummerSlam, it's going to be them once again for the belt uh, with Shane McMahon as the referee. Right. So. Um, see, I'm hopeful that it's shaking up to be the WrestleMania main event that we that we've wanted at SummerSlam coming up no not well SummerSlam will start you're hoping it brings us to Shinsuke against AJ Styles yes I think I think WrestleMania next year is when we'll see that match finally although they just gave away Nakamura against John Cena for free on Smackdown yeah which I gotta say that was a good match it was a good match. And I'm, I'm thinking uh, when uh, Nakamura went for his exploder suplex, I'm wondering if if, if uh, Cena thought he was doing a, a side suplex on him or something. See, and here's the thing. Everybody's been talking about the botch spot yep. or whatever, right? Yep. Okay, to me, and this could be just me, but do you remember when Shawn Michaels was getting ready to superkick Ric Flair and he said, I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. And I love you. Sure. Right? That's how I took Nakamura saying, I'm sorry, and Cena saying, don't be sorry. Not that he just dropped him on his head. It was, hey, I just won and took your quote-unquote spotlight away from WrestleMania. Um, For SummerSlam, you know what I'm saying? uh, Not the actual, I'm sorry, I just dropped you on your head. Now I took that from he dropped him on his head, but now that you say that, I mean that that could work too. Because I mean they're both professionals and they're both, you know what I'm saying? It, stuff happens all the time. Absolutely. So I, so I, and they're both, whether you like them or not. I mean, Cena's the guy. I do, I do. But I was surprised to see him lose clean. I had also read that Baron Corbin was supposed to interfere. 
which he did after. Which I thought that was kind of unique how they bled that over onto 205 Live. So if you watch 205 Live, the first thing you're seeing is Baron Corbin attacking uh, Cena and Nakamura. So I thought that was right. cool. Right. But, I mean, to me, it just – it looked like – that's how I got it, I guess. Yep. And I didn't I – didn't, look at it like everybody else huh. it, I guess. interesting point of view sir interesting point of view so but I, I th- which leads me to another question though. yeah okay on the flip side of things on Monday night you had Paul Heyman and Brock come out and everybody's talking about Brock threatening to leave and blah 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 yeah right? which I get I, I get the whole instant tweet because I'm pissed about it thing. Yeah. But, but like, like Kyrie Irving for Cleveland right now wants to be traded because he doesn't want to um, play with LeBron anymore, right? Right. Isn't that basically the same thing? Because Brock's not like your everyday wrestler. Right. He's the main attraction, which they've said a hundred times. Right, which I'm okay with. I, I miss the universal belt being seen every t- every night or every Monday. But <sighs> this is like his contract negotiation part, right? Which everybody in sports does one way or another. So I, for me, I guess I do, I don't see it as a bad thing that they're coming out and saying it whether it's a work or a shoot or whatever oh that they're using that yeah yeah that that if he doesn't win then he's gonna leave WWE or whatever right so I mean to me he's a main attraction he's always gonna be or he's he's gonna be a, a big attraction like Andre style yep even like in the Andre's later days where you know he was working with Heenan or a million dollar man or whatever Right. Maybe not as good as that because, you know, Andre and Heenan were gold. Yeah, so they, they were like, gold. <laughs> so to me, it's like you guys are bitching about the wrong thing, I guess, to me. It just didn't make sense. If I was in that position, I'd be doing the same thing, using it for leverage, whether it's a work or a shoot, right? Yes, I, I would like to see him there, but because on the same side, you got to use it because you just had a UFC guy call you out, and that's what everybody in the Twitterverse is talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do As far as for me, um, <clears throat> okay, it's so weird. When it comes to Lesnar, I still get fired up when his music hits and he comes out because I'm like, because he's a big guy and he's a badass and on and on and on. But I hate the uh-huh. fact that he's not there on TV. That he's the champion, and, and the champions not the championship's not on TV, not being defended. Yep. Okay, like yep. I'm going to that Raw House show, and there is the top title on the card. There is no singles match for a top title on the card because the Intercontinental Champion is not even advertised. Yep, that makes sense. The ladies' I mean, champion, yeah, I, I the it. ladies' champion, is in a six-man tag, if you will. Yeah. So I just because we're at a year, mm-hmm. right? Yep. SummerSlam will be a year for this belt, right? For who, Lesnar? 
No, for the Universal belt itself. Oh, yes, for the existence of the belt itself, yes. And it's been off TV since WrestleMania, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so its legitimacy is non-existent, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't think you'll see Brock Lesnar walk out of uh, SummerSlam with the title. It's yeah. a fatal four-way. Someone's going to win the belt, and... God, I hope it's not. See, I guess that's what I was saying is like it, it's kind of the work shoot type thing right. as to where it gives him an out to be off TV, but we win right. because he gets we get to keep the belt. Exactly. And thing. then he goes away for a few months and comes back right before Royal Rumble or something. Yeah. yeah. Because I guess he's booked on live events up until September. Oh, really? House shows, if you will. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind of neat. I mean, I don't think they're, like, weekly or whatever, but at least once a month until September, so. Hmm. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. That'd be cool yeah. to see him. But anywho, um, that all being said, the uh, the actual match between Cena and Nakamura was a damn good match. Yes. I thought it was a damn good match. I think I wish they could have had more time. I think you know, bell to bell, they went like twelve and a half minutes or thirteen minutes or something like that. So it would have been interesting to see him have a little bit more time. But um, we'll see them again. I think. I mean, Cena's got to get his win back eventually. <sighs> Sorry, I don't know what happened. Thank because you, I was, Skype. I was talking and then it just like went dead. Um. Well, what was, what was the last thing you heard me say? Um, going into it sets up things for SummerSlam, I think, because then I said, um, it it makes me question the main event with Nakamura and Jinder going into SummerSlam. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Why does it make you question that? Well, because, um. Does this doesn't even count of the debate of if gender deserves the strap or not? Okay, but yeah. with him with him having the strap, he hasn't had. He's basically fought Orton, right? Which basically just has the RKO as a strong style or explosive move right. as to where you got to where you got Nakamura, who's strong style all over. Yeah, so. Is that going to be like oil and water in the ring instead of like a ballet dance? You know what I mean? Because yeah. how how can how can gender? I mean, they're going to have to touch before we see it on the pay per view, or it's going to be a botch fest. You think they're going to have house show matches beforehand? They're going to have to. I, I mean, you I don't think, think they're Mahal's have to. good enough. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm just well, saying that I don't think... Like, think about it. Okay, Sami Zayn and Nakamura had never had a match before, never touched anything before their match at TakeOver Dallas. Okay, well, but, you're comparing Sami to gender, though. Okay, so you are saying that Jaren Mahal probably isn't good enough. Okay, then yeah, I yeah. guess so. I'm there with you. Uh, again, you know, like... And I guess the reason why I feel that way is because he's yet to have a match where he's proven it because of all the run-ins all the time and all the help right, with yeah. the finishes and on and on and on. And 
it's like I just wish you know what I wish they just leave him out there by himself and let us see what he can do you know right right um but my okay this is my thing I, I I don't want Nakamura to become the AJ Styles the Roman Reigns where he takes him on a few yeah, pay-per-views right. in a row just to put him over to make him look you know make Mahal look bigger and stronger because he beat Shinsuke Nakamura Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I also don't want to see Nakamura win the belt just to have Corbin cash in right after, right? Because that that pissed me off too. So yep, I agree. Really, the only way I'm going to come out of this match not being upset <laughs> is if Nakamura, <laughs> you know, loses, wins. Wins, yeah. Sorry, that's it. Not being upset. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So Nakamura's just basically got to win the match, plain and simple. And uh, See, yeah, as long if, if it's a good match, and because I mean, I don't know if, if it comes out as a good match, like the Cena Styles match that we had, right? Yeah. The only thing that that like, then this was what what pay per view was this? What was it? Well, it where they match? had the? I thought that yeah. was a SummerSlam last year, wasn't it? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the only thing that, like, I didn't like was that Cena no-sold for a couple things. Yep. But other than that, it was a great match, even though AJ lost, and I wanted AJ to win. Right, yeah. It so, is okay. so it, Bobby Roode against Nakamura, um, or Bobby Roode against Hideo Tommy, even, like, their matches were so good that, you know, I didn't care who won. Right, right. You know, so yeah. if, if they, I mean, if they pull off a match of that caliber, the two of those guys' caliber, then yeah, I won't care who wins. If I'm right. thoroughly entertained, I won't care who wins. I just don't want a shit finish. I don't that's want all. it either because that's all we get. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I know we're gonna get yes. for TV. I know we're getting into house shows, but when it comes to the pay per view, we need clean finishes. Yeah, that's just my opinion. You know. Yeah, even even if it's, I guess with Baron cashing in, if we got a clean finish the first time, then I wouldn't be so mad at. I mean, because obviously cashing in money in the bank—that's the whole point of it, right? Yep. But like you said, I would rather Gender beat Shinsuke and then Baron cash in than Shinsuke be champion for two minutes. Yeah, same here. Same here. Hey, you know, speaking of a long-running champion, look at Asuka on NXT. Yeah. You know, by the time Brooklyn TakeOver comes around, it's going to be like, what, 505 or 504 days or something like that as champion? Ludicrous. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. And I know she's got a big match coming up with Ember Moon, but I I don't see Ember Moon as someone that can beat her. No. Personally. And they're... Bless their heart, they're trying to push her. Yep. With the latest NXT, you know, where they got into it and whatever. Yep. Yeah, that was but a good But I don't see. But... Yeah, the most honestly, recent... I don't. I, I, I don't see anyone, in, any woman in NXT right now that could take it off of her. Honestly. Nice. <laughs> I feel the same exact way. I don't look at Ember Moon as being a credible contender. Yeah. myself you know what I mean I don't buy her as a, as a threat to the title 
and uh, I, I'd looked at Nikki Cross more as a yep, me too, I'd, more viable threat than my thought was she's probably just crazy enough to pull off the victory type of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then you have the likes of like um the May Young Classic tournament, which it would make sense if the winner of the tournament goes on to challenge Oscar and maybe wins the belt because she just went through that hellacious tournament. Yeah. And she's basically um, yep. an element of surprise, if you will. Yep. I have avoided, like, the plague, all spoilers for that. I do not want it spoiled. I want to be surprised as I watch it. I want to, you know, be able to watch it and enjoy it type of thing. Me too. So, yeah. I saw the only thing that I did see you were talking about earlier, the progress, right? wrestling yeah apparently this chapter 53 was supposed to be a pretty unbelievable card and unbelievable show well i saw that um one of the women that's partaking in the may young classic is gonna be at one of their shows in september I think. yes you talking about uh black dahlia or Dahlia Black yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. she's uh, she's uh, New Zealand or Australian, so is her boyfriend, and they were beloved in progress. And then, like, last March or April or some, something like that, um, essentially they left progress not knowing when they'd come back because of their visas. Having to get okay. them renewed okay. and everything. Well, apparently at 53, they made a surprise appearance in the main event. And the place oh, went awesome. absolutely friggin' nuts. And then I saw so much action on this on Twitter. The Twitterverse just blew up from it, at least on my side. of My, my follow wall did, at least. With people talking right. about the match and seeing the match. And people op- talk, admitting how they openly cried and on and on and on. And, and this and that and everything. And it's just like, I really need to watch this. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if it moved people in such a positive way, I need to see this. <laughs> That's right. So I'm thinking about I think Progress is seventy nine seven ninety nine a month for their on demand service through the Roku app. So I'm thinking mm. about thinking about splurging for a month of that. That'd be good. Yeah. At least at least uh, I mean with that month you're gonna know if you wanna continue it or not. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, it'd be good. Because I did the Chikaratopia for a couple of months and I didn't like uh, I, I got it. For, I got it. Sorry, I got it for that Johnny Kid International in, in, Invitational Tournament. Okay. And then it, it just wasn't good to me. It was, in my opinion, it wasn't good. I really wasn't whole okay. impressed with it. And uh, no, the interface of it's fine. The layouts okay. of it's fine. You know, you, it has every Chikara show ever recorded on there. I mean, that's pretty impressive. How far back the backlog goes of all those. Uh, of everything on that on demand, but I just no. Like to watch me some progress wrestling, I guess. <laughs> yeah. For the for my eight 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 bucks a month, but. Yeah. I I, I can see that. Yeah, absolutely, I could. So real quick, uh, I'm gonna talk about a couple other shows I might be going to coming up here. Okay. Just to plug them their shows, do my civic duty and help my, my fellow wrestling fan. Uh, coming up here, October 7th. Yeah, out of order. October 7th at the Lewis and Omri in Lewis, the main tickets on sale now. You can go to the event is called uh, Wrestling for a Reason, and it's a benefit 
for a, a scholarship fund there. I can't remember for what where, but anyways. Uh, on advertised to to making appearance, you got Swoggle, huh? Booker T, Devon mm-hmm. Dudley, Tommy Dreamer, Nunzio, JTG, Matt Stryker. It's a pretty pretty stacked card, by the way. Um, Paul London, Robbie mm-hmm. E, Sin Bodhi, aka Kazarni. Uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. Gresham, Rex Lawless, Jordan Grace, Maria Maniac, Kelly Klein, Caitlin Diamond, Midget Rustling from Short Sleeve Samson, and the giant Robbie Arayu. And uh, Tyson Dukes, and Dynamite Dilly Miles, and Brody Steele, and Cowboy Mike Hughes from the Maritimes. So it's a pretty stacked card, pretty stacked lineup at the Lewis and Armory, which I haven't been to Lewis and Armory for over a decade for a wrestling show and to me now that's the uh, what we were talking about earlier like that classic low key environment type thing that's a beautiful venue for a wrestling show really absolutely well it's got the balcony if you want to sit in the balcony up there for starters and you can see the ring mm-hmm. and the entranceway and everything perfectly from that balcony in the Lucian Armory it's not big at all um, but yeah to me I don't know something about that venue it's a gorgeous venue and it, it looks I don't know feels like an old wrestling building to me so like the old Hammerstein ballroom style well I mean no not that type of balcony you know this is an older building this is <laughs> this, this is an armory so but still yeah. it's, it's the only armory I know of that has balcony seating on both sides I went the first time I ever right. went there wasn't for a wrestling show actually the first time I ever went there was for a full contact karate tournament it was pretty badass so really? big guy got kneed right in the face and he just belly flopped down on the canvas. It was <laughs> hilarious. And then saw a guy uh, uh, break a baseball bat with his shin, a wooden baseball bat. Wow. By shin kicking the handle. It was pretty impressive, actually. So. Yeah. Yeah. But anywho, uh, so again, that's October the 7th. Lewis and Armory. You can find it on Facebook. Again, it's called Rustling 4 a reason and the dub the four is the 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 number four so it's w the number four and then a r so it's like war with a four in there yeah mm-hmm. uh, and then limitless wrestling is celebrating their two-year anniversary september the 22nd at the westbrook armory uh front row and vip tickets are all sold out general mission is still available at 15 dollars at limitlesswrestling.com and for the two-year anniversary they are bringing in former world heavyweight champion jack swagger and uh really i'm not gonna lie i'm not i don't i'm i don't care (laughs) i i i care so little about seeing jack swagger live i i it's yeah I don't. Yeah. Um, I get it. He's a name that the casual fans are going to know or the diehard fans are going to know. And he's someone that um, is definitely not relatable, I guess, because right. it's Jack Swagger. But he's someone that people would look forward to seeing. That's the words I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. The casual fans are going to come in for it because it's a WWE guy that the name they recognize and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least it's not Ryback Lee. Yeah. Also advertised on the show is uh, top shelf top shelf Troy Nelson taking on Swoggle with Sydney Bacabella. Huh. So again, it's Swoggle. Um, <laughs> right. 
the main event is with is a, a match that I'm excited about. It's a couple of indie guys from the Fed who have been wrestling in Limitless now for, you know, the two years they've been around, and 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 depending on who you ask, they're the face of the company, and so they were a tag team, and they had a falling out at the last show, but we're going to see Ace Romero taking on All Good Anthony Green in the main event with special guest referee, their trainer Brian Fury, who just retired from wrestling at the beginning of this year. So that should be a pretty awesome match. And then also and both have both have what? I was gonna say I was gonna say and both have interviews in our archives. Yes, yes, they both are in the archives, absolutely. And then also on the show and a loser leaves limitless wrestling match. Uh, and this is a few they've been running over the last several shows that's been building and is really good. And it's Cam Zagami against Tyler Nitro. And my me personally, I think this should be a hair versus hair match because these both guys are very they find their hair very important to them. Okay. And I thought I thought a hair versus hair match would be great. At the last show, when they were setting up this match and Zagami was cutting his promo on Nitro, he mentioned something about being a, stipu- a special stipulation in the match for the next time. And when, and there was a bunch of us that all started chanting hair versus hair, and it, mm-hmm. was, it was ignored. <laughs> yeah, it was ignored. Um, and then also advertised on the show, but no matches set up currently. Ar Fox. Uh Teddy Hart. I'm pretty excited about that. Josh Briggs, yeah. a new big man in wrestling. Yeah, because Donovan Dijak's finishing up with the independents. He's going to WWE. He yeah. signed with them. And yeah. then a guy that I've never seen live, but I've seen many of his matches, and I'm very jacked and excited to see him live for the first time ever, Joey Janela. So. Really? He goes by the nickname Grapple Fuck Joe. So, I mean, how, how can you not enjoy yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's most recently had lots of matches with some bunch of '80s guys, including uh, he had a match with Marty Jannetty. Oh God, he ran a show at uh, WrestleMania weekend. Joy did call Joy Janela Spring Break, and he booked a pretty awesome card, including the Invisible Man, and one his match was against Marty Jannetty, and he advertised on the show that uh, uh, Earl Hepner would be doing a run-in. Because he couldn't afford to pay him for a full match. <laughs> and so you keep waiting for like a ref bump, and then Earl's going to run in. And so in the match with him against Janetti, there's a ref bump, and then a referee runs in, but it's not Earl Hepner. And so Joey gets pissed, and he kicks that ref in the face as he's getting in the ring. And so then another ref comes out after a couple minutes, and again, it's not. It's not Earl Hepner. And they go through this, and I want to say at least five or six different referees do a run to try and, you know, to make the – because, like, he'll hit a move and go for the pin or submission, and then, like, you know, another referee will run in, Janela then beats them up and throws them out in the ring until finally Earl Hepner did his run in. It was hilarious. Yeah. And the crowd popped big time for it. So it was pretty awesome. So – I'm pretty jacked to see Janelle alive. He's been to Limitless before two other times. I just weren't able to make those shows. So. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, I think so, because I love the wrestling. That's right. Yeah. You got anything else you want to talk about, Ronnie? Uh, no, I think we hit on some things that I wanted to talk about. Sweet. Get, I got... I got your opinion, you know, verbally instead of over text. Yeah, so. that was different. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of quick questions. Okay. If that's all right, if that it's sure. all right with you. Um, yeah. Your son, he likes he likes the wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, have you have you taken him to a WWE show yet? Uh, not one that he remembers. Not one. Okay, yeah. Is that I, like has he like been, I, has he asked you to want to go? He has. Yep. Uh, but uh, everything that's been close, we haven't had a house show. Yeah. Or we it's always been Raw or SmackDown, and even like the crap tickets. Yeah. Or, or not crap tickets, but you know what I mean. The cheap are tickets still up aren't there cheap. In price. Yeah, the cheap tickets aren't cheap. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, I get it. And, for, and 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 they're in St. Louis or Kansas City, which we're right in the middle of yeah. both. Yeah. On the map, so it's a two-hour drive either way for us. And then I don't know if it's anything like Boston, so, but it's like going to a show in Boston. Paying for parking is ludicrous. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Especially at an event. Yeah, you're gonna drive two yeah. and a half hours to Boston, go to the Garden, spend forty bucks to park, go to the show. You know you're gonna buy some food at some point. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I get that. I totally yep. get that. Yeah. It's like we don't get TV tapings in Maine, so I guess that's where we're lucky. So we only get house shows. The last TV taping that we had in Maine was uh, late 1997. So. It was actually it was after Survivor Series '97, I want to say, because Austin had beaten now Owen Hart for the belt after his neck injury, and then um, The Rock stole the belt, and then this was the episode where Austin surrendered the, threw it in the title. River? No, the next night in New Hampshire, he threw uh-huh. it in the river. Yeah, it was the week uh, before that night. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. So technically, the only title change in WWE history in Maine was when Steve Austin surrendered the Intercontinental title to The Rock because he didn't care about it anymore. I got you. Now, I have taken him to, well, it was a fundraiser show that um, Harley Races. Harley Races School. school. Uh, WLW, yeah. 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 World League Wrestling. That'd be awesome. uh, yeah, and, and we had front row tickets to that. Nice, but that was still that was still probably seven years ago, I would say. You should take him, Ronnie. You should make the I time. Know. Find the time. Take the boy to wrestling. Well, well, we were gonna go to. Well, I looked every time, like I see that Raw or SmackDowns come in. That's what it seems like. Is it's always Raw or SmackDown. It's never yeah. a house show. So, but. Uh, but Kansas City and St. Louis does now have independence, so that would be even be cool. You know, I, honestly, for your money, independent wrestling can be just as fun and just as great. And like when I go to, a, yeah. a, I'm going to call it a smaller indie show, and, and you know that, uh-huh. you know, they have a smaller budget to put on their show is what it comes down to. And if I'm spending ten bucks or twelve bucks or fifteen bucks for a front row ticket, my expectation is I'm going to see one good match right as long as I walk out of there seeing one good match it was worth my money and my time to spend the time at wrestling that night however and uh, now that I now that I say that though sorry go ahead I gotta say this for um, one of the ladies in the May Young Classic is from one of the Missouri indie, indie promotions oh that's cool that's cool that's pretty awesome I remember uh, seeing uh, I can't remember Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying I can't remember if she's from the St. Louis one or the Kansas City one, but I'm, but my gut wants to say the Kansas City one. 
Well, that's cool. I, uh, you know, it's it's weird. There's a list of guys in the WWE that I've seen at independent shows, or in, or in the big time, if you I've seen at independent shows in Maine. And some of them were very sparsely attended, including Ice Fandango at a shit ton of shows. <laughs> when he was one half of the Asian contingent as uh, he was he was Kamikaze, I think, or maybe he was Sun Dragon, I can't remember now. But he was one half of the Asian contingent. And then as just Johnny Curtis... And then yeah. uh, Sasha Banks. I saw her wrestle in Fairfield quite a bit for the uh, IW Women's Championship. Well, that would have been cool. Yeah, she wrestled as Mercedes KV at that time. Mm. And then this is one that I think is pretty cool. At the This was many, many, many years ago. More Definitely well more than 10. Probably closer to 15, if not more than that. In Grey, Maine, at New Begin Gym, or the New Begin Gym, I saw Kenny Omega at an indie show in Maine. <laughs> oh, wow. He was still called Kenny Omega. He wore blue trunks and he had the blonde hair and everything, but he was in a triple threat match. It was, yeah. Like, it's, it's, I think about it now and I look back and it's just like, who the hell knew? Yeah, right. Who the hell knew that that guy was going to blow up to like he did or her or whatever? And yet. Right, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I find that interesting, so. Yeah? Yeah. Anyhow, all right, I guess that sums it up. Okay. I think that sums it up good. So make sure you check us out on the Twitter machine. I'm at SuperstarML. I'm at Rombar316. The show is at... Uh, well, you did it, Ronnie. What is it? Thousand Holds Pod. There you go. There you go. And Aaron's at Aaron S. Bell. Aaron is Aaron S. Bell. Absolutely, he is. <laughs> So all the heat and hate, you can go to Aaron S. Bell. Yes, message Aaron. <laughs> tell him what. You, tell tell him Aaron. Why aren't you on the show this week? That's right. That's what I want to know, Aaron. That's what I want. <laughs> I know what you're doing. A likely excuse. Anyhow, cool. All right. Well, hey, thanks everybody. And this is when Aaron would yell, and that's a podcast or not. And then I'd go, ha, 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 ha.